Friday by the makers of Oval Tea. Now tonight, we're going to let Mother and Dad take a back seat for a while. Because we've something special here just for you fellows and girls. Now you've been listening to Captain Midnight for a good long while now, haven't you? You've been following his thrilling adventures and daring exploits. And you've been wishing you could do all those exciting things that he does just the way he does them. You've been wishing you could be just like Captain Midnight yourself. Of course you have. Every red-blooded young American wants to be able to do big things, to be husky and hearty and full of the pep and energy and good spirits that make people admire you just the way they admire Captain Midnight. Well, sir, here's what to do if you really want to be as husky and hearty and full of pep as Captain Midnight is. Here's what to do if you want to be right up there at your tip-top best. Drink Ovaltine. And eat three good meals every single day. Not just now and then, understand, but get those three good meals and your smacking good Ovaltine with each meal every single day. So remember that, won't you, fellows and girls? And when you're listening to Captain Midnight's adventures tonight, you just say to yourself, I'd better start drinking my Ovaltine with every meal and making sure I get three good meals every day so I can really be at my tip-top best like Captain Midnight is. Believe me, that's the way I want to be. Yes, sir, that's the way to feel. Make up your mind right now that with Ovaltine's help, you're going to be the way you really want to be. More and more like Captain Midnight every day. And now, on with the thrill-packed chapter, Suicide Squadron with Captain Midnight. At the conclusion of yesterday's adventure... Disaster struck with lightning-like speed. In striving desperately to protect the flying fortresses warring toward the smoke-shrouded island in the western Pacific, Captain Midnight's dive bomber was struck by a Jap suicide pilot flying a Zero. The dive bomber's left wing was completely torn off, and the remainder of the plane, spinning crazily, plunged for the darkened sea below. Our scene continues at once from the stricken plane. Although the left wing has completely disappeared, the plane's inner phone still works. Captain Midnight has just cut the engine switches. Listen. Get ready, Eki. We've got the bailouts. Yeah, yeah, we we got to do that. What's the matter with you? Are you hurt? No, I... Well, everything seems rather dark for a few seconds, Seth. I'm all right now. How high are we? 4,000. We're going down fast. The altimeter lags. We've got to get out and get out quick. Never mind him. If we don't get out of here at once, we won't get out at all. Unbuckle your safety belts. Pull that hatch back. Uh, I'm just kind of dizzy, Captain. We're turning over and over. Act now before you get any worse. Slide that hatch back. Okay, I'm trying to get it. How about yours? It's already open. Quick now. Get ready to jump. Okay, I'm standing up on the seat. Look out for that wing. When you jump, jump backward. Okay, I'm ready. How about you? I'm all set. Jump, now. Jump quick. We've got to make a delay jump anyway, otherwise we've got zero, forget it. We've got to get away from this plane before we can pull our ripcords. Jump, my jump now. Please, Captain, let's jump together. Otherwise we get separated. we got to be able to find each other in the water. All right. We'll both leave on the count of three. One, two, three. And on the count of three, Captain Midnight and the faithful Mud leave the plane together. 
Whirling right wing barely misses them as it whips around, and the two secret squadron agents plummet rapidly toward the black waters, gauging their altitude by the wreckage floating on the surface. And then, at the last moment, Captain Midnight pulls his ripcord, and mud follows suit. Sharp reports the two shoots open, and in a few brief seconds, Captain Midnight and Mud drop into the water. Meantime, furious sky battle above is continuing. We go to the dive bomber flown by Chuck Ramsey with Joyce in the rear seat. It's only a few seconds since the Jump Zero tore off Captain Midnight's wing. Listen as Joyce cries over the interphone. Oh, Captain, Chuck, I don't know what's happened. Well, last I saw the plane, it was falling fast. Well, that's going to be completely torn off. It was a terrible back in time to the moment when Captain Midnight and Mud dropped into the ocean under their parachutes. In the distance can be heard the fading sounds of the furious sky battle above. After kicking loose from his parachute harness, Captain Midnight tries vainly to see the faithful Mud in the water about him. Listen as he calls. Mud! Mud! Oh, Mud! That's strange. He was close to me when we hit the water. Captain Midnight! Captain Midnight! Oh, there he is. I'll be right there. I was, I was afraid I'd lost I ain't doing so good. What's the matter? I must have wrenched my right shoulder. I can't seem to use my right arm very well. Can you keep above water? Well, I can try, but... You know, I ain't much of a swimmer. We'll make it a key. If necessary, I can put it myself. Evan, we won't be able to make any time. Maybe we can find a life raft floating around. There was a whole bunch of planes crashed into the water. Yeah, I know it. If we can't find a raft... We might be able to find a piece of wreckage that'll float. 
Which direction is the island? I'm looking for it now. It's so dark, I can't see much. You can tell for the stars, Tanker. Oh, you bet I can. There's the North Star. The one ahead northwest. Well, come on, let's start swimming. Uh-oh. Don't look like I'm going to do so good. I'll have to tow you. Look, you float on your back. I'll pull you along. Gee, I sure hate to have you do that, Captain. Don't worry about that. Great Scott. There's a searchlight to the north. Must be coming from a boat. It's the Japs. A lot of their pilots are in the water as well as ours. They're coming out to pick them up. Yeah. We've got to steer clear. If they get too close, we'll play possum. Yeah, we can float on our backs like we was dead. Uh-oh. They'll probably put a few bullets through us just to make sure we are. Don't forget, Eki. We've got a lot of men in the water, too. Commander McDonald will be doing something about that. Yeah, and besides, Chuck and Joyce must have seen us go down. Yeah. I'll bet they'll be back looking for us. You know they will. There'll be boats putting out from the island. Of course, they'll be, they'll be taking chances when they get too far from their smoke screen. You got any idea how far out we are? Not sure, but I think about four or five miles. That's an awful long way to swim. Especially with a bum shoulder. We'll make it somewhere. Don't forget. Have all night. It'll be a lot harder for the Jets to discover us in this dark during the day. All right. Turn over on your back now. I'll start towing. And in the meantime, Chuck and Joyce returned to where they believed Captain Midnight and Mud dropped into the ocean. Pick them up now. Chuck is flying with reduced speed low above the surface of the ocean with his landing lights throwing a broad beam over the choppy waters. Listen as he exclaims, No, Joyce, I haven't seen a thing yet. Only some parachutes. There wasn't anyone near them. Well, were they white or yellow? Right. Whoever dropped under them must have started swimming for the island. Well, there's another one now. Loops and loops. Three or four. I'll turn a little so I can see better. Right. If I could only be in the front cockpit with you. It's dark behind the plane. I, I can't see a thing. I can see five chutes. Two of them are yellow and three of them are white. Well, do you see anybody? Yeah. Now there's one man swimming. There, he's raising his arm out of the water. He's pleading for help. Is he a Jap or an American? He's an American, I'm sure. Well, we've got to help him, Chuck. I know. We can drop our life raft. All right, we'll do it. I'll circle around and come back. Then I'll throttle down and you drop it out. And again, we return to Captain Midnight. The secret squadron commander has been pulling the faithful mud along as rapidly as possible. Now, for the moment, he's resting. On one side of them can be seen the searchlights of a patrol boat. And on the opposite side, almost out of sight, is a low-flying plane with landing lights sweeping the water below. Listen as Mud says, weakly. And that's the plane, all right. It's searching the water with its landing lights. I bet you anything that's Chuck and Joyce. Yeah, probably is, Icky. But we can't be sure. With this boat on the other side. I'll bet anything it's a Jap. That's got to be. We don't have any patrol boats like that on the island. Uh-oh. Getting closer. As close as you can. We don't want them to see us. Listen. Boat's throttling down. Wait, Scott. Firing a machine gun. Dirty, stinking rats. You know what they're doing, don't you? Yes, I do. They're pulling their own men out of the water, machine gunning any Americans they find. 
There, it's starting up again. Which way is it coming? I'm not sure. Judging from the sound, I think it's getting closer. Yeah, I know it is. I can see the searchlight out of the corner of my eye. Sweeping this way. Yeah, uh, they leave waiting to find out whether any Americans alive or not. They're just making sure he ain't. Yeah. Down. Down. Keep close, you can. I think they're turning. Maybe they'll keep on. That light's getting bright. The water around's just as bright as day. They're bound to see us. They can't help us. This may be it, Mike. Seem to be having a conference. Are you hit? No, not yet. I guess he wasn't fired at us. Uh, they're going on. That's that search light, ain't it? It's being held on us. Don't move a muscle. They're getting ready to fire at us. Dive, Mud. Swim on the water. A churning splash. The secret squadron agents dive for safety beneath the surface. Will they escape the stream of machine gun bullets which is pouring at them? And if they can, how far can they possibly swim underwater before coming up for air? Remember, Mud has a badly wrenched shoulder. The next few seconds are packed with plenty of excitement. So be sure to tune in next Monday as we begin a new and thrilling chapter. Prisoner of the Jets. And now, a word of warning. Never confuse Ovaltine with any of those chocolate flavorings for milk. And don't ever think Ovaltine is like those chocolate-flavored drinks made with skim milk that are delivered to your home in bottles. No, Ovaltine is nothing like these. Ovaltine is in a class by itself. It's an important supplementary food drink recognized the world over again as an ideal strengthening food. Now remember that, and never accept any kind of substitute. Start drinking Ovaltine today. And don't forget, only Ovaltine can give Ovaltine results. And tune in Monday, same time, same station, to Captain Midnight. Until Monday, then, this is Pierre Andre, your Ovaltine announcer, saying goodbye and happy landing.